Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. So, how much cash do you have in your pocket or purse right now? Do you have any? These days, many people don't. And if you do have any cash with you, about what portion of purchases that you make or bills that you pay do you actually use cash for? If you're like the average American, the percentage is pretty low. Only 12% of Americans prefer cash as a method of payment, according to the 2017 U.S. Consumer Payment Study that's conducted yearly by credit card processor TSYS. Some say that cash is on its way out as a way to pay for purchases or to pay other bills. Some countries, Sweden for example, have, to a very large extent, actually done away with paper money. Most of the banks in Sweden will neither accept a cash deposit or offer a cash withdrawal, and various experts in that country think that Sweden will be cashless within five to ten years. Everything will be paid for electronically, and banks love that possibility since they make money on every electronic purchase. In fact, even today, it's not only banks that love electronic currency in Sweden, Many Swedish businesses also refuse to take cash for purchases, even though those transactions may cost the businesses processing fees. And it's not only Sweden. In both Italy and Greece, for example, the amount of cash that can be used for purchases is limited to amounts less than a particular sum. For example, a thousand euros. Anything that costs more than that has to be paid for in an electronic transaction, such as a credit card or debit card, or perhaps even a check. There are certainly some benefits to reducing the amount of paper money in circulation. One often pointed to by supporters of a universal electronic currency is the decline of bank robberies. They are almost unheard of in Sweden these days. Street robberies have declined there as well. There isn't much point in grabbing a lady's pocketbook and running with it when it's unlikely to contain any money. Another advantage, depending on your point of view, is that graft is more difficult, since no one can hand a politician or a law enforcement officer a bag of old thousand kroner bills in a dark alley. And of course, there is the convenience factor, which is a huge factor for many people in this country, as well as those in Sweden. If you live in a rural area though, or are an elder and not too technologically savvy, or simply like to carry a small wad of paper money in your pocket, the way things are going in Sweden, you're going to have a hard time participating in that economy. On the other hand, while physical bank robberies have decreased, cyber crimes have increased substantially. When asked why he kept robbing banks, the infamous bank robber Willie Sutton simply said, because that's where the money is. As more money moves into electronic form, that's where the criminals will be as well. And they're there now, and getting cleverer by the day in their attempts to purloin electronic currency, often before people even know that they've been robbed. But even more important, a cashless society, no matter in what country, essentially removes any remaining vestige of personal privacy. Think about it for a moment. Not only will every bill paid, every large purchase made, and every large donation made be trackable, as they are today, 
so will every snack that anyone buys, any book bought, any medical supplies purchased at the local drugstore, any ticket to any movie, in short, any anything, be recorded and trackable. This is already the case in China, and that kind of ubiquitous financial tracking has contributed to a new system there in which every individual not only has a credit score, individuals actually have what's called a social score, which has a lot to do with what kind of job a person gets, whether a person is allowed to travel, or even how an individual's court case is going to be handled. It seems that in China, at least, government wants to control behavior by knowing pretty much everything about everybody. This knowledge of everything that a person may do with money promises, according to many supporters, not only in China but in many parts of the world, to, for example, dry up the drug trade because it will be easy to track where payments are going if they can't be made in cash. Most people would agree that reducing the illicit drug trade would be a good thing. But what about other socially supposedly desirable goals? Those things change over time, of course, but suppose that, as today, the government decided that eating poorly contributes to bad health, which in turn contributes to increased health care costs for society. These days, it's pretty difficult to track who buys a donut, or a dozen, for a snack. That would not be the case in a cashless world. Every donut, or for that matter, every cup of coffee or a scotch on the rocks, would be trackable and there would be all sorts of ways to discourage those buying choices ranging from public shaming to higher health insurance premiums. In other words, it's not just drug dealers who could be discouraged in a cashless economy. In the U.S., there are a substantial number of people who don't even have bank accounts, let alone credit or debit cards. Most of these people tend to be at the lower end of the economic scale. Those folks will have a very tough time in a cashless society. So, are we headed for a world where only electronic economic transactions are available? It depends on who you ask, but if that does come to pass, it will surely take some time. One thing, however, is certain. The use of cash is decreasing in this country and in many other countries, and many people are not fully aware of what convenience may cost them in lost privacy. That's something folks may want to keep in mind the next time they make a $2 purchase with a debit or credit card. That purchase has just been recorded for, essentially, all time. Whether you think that's a good thing or not, there is a clear trend emerging when it comes to electronic payments and currency, and we'll do our best to keep an eye on new developments right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. <music>